Customization is the difference. MW Therapy is the premier EMR and practice management platform featuring everything you need to run your practice in one place. Work on any device, anywhere, anytime. Free upgrades and support included. Request your free demo today at www.mwtherapy.com or by calling 1-800-627-1261. Defining Moment spotlights a particular moment, incident, or case that either led the writer to a career in physical therapy or confirmed why he or she decided to become a physical therapist or a physical therapist assistant. The following essay, titled Dedicated to Diversification, was written by Jessica Nguyen. She is a third-year student in the Doctor of Physical Therapy program at the University of Southern California. I grew up in the northern Orange County town of Westminster, California, in an area nicknamed Little Saigon. I went to La Quinta High School, which despite its Hispanic-sounding name, had a student body that probably was 75% Vietnamese American, or recent Vietnamese immigrants. In fact, so many kids share my last name that three counselors were assigned exclusively to students with the last name Nguyen. I was surrounded by people who looked like me, and I always was meeting and hearing stories about alumni who graduated and gone on to college and successful careers in fields such as engineering, medicine, and even astrophysics. It was very affirming. It all had the effect of implanting these words into my head as a Vietnamese American. You can too. It was easy for me to see myself in my predecessor's shoes, becoming an achiever in my chosen field. I'd been fascinated by the sciences and healthcare from an early age. I'd volunteered at Children's Hospital of Orange County as an undergraduate, thinking I might become a pediatrician. But when I saw how much time the physical therapists were spending with their patients and the opportunity they had to help their patients grow in the abilities over time, I shifted my focus. I started volunteering in physical therapy clinics and I fell in love with the profession. The more time I spent outside the bubble of Little Saigon, however, the more evidence I saw that minority representation was far from a given in higher education. In college, I saw a lot of students who not only didn't look like me, but who didn't come close to collectively mirroring the racial and ethnic diversity of American society. I came to realize that not all minority communities are aware of the career possibilities that exist, and that they aren't, therefore, encouraging their young people to seek out those opportunities. When I decided to pursue a doctorate in physical therapy, I was shocked to see that the numbers for minority representation across DPT programs nationwide were sorely lacking. I applied to DPT programs in 2015. The following figures are from the 2016-2017 admission cycle, but they are similar to what they had been the previous year. Of the 19,025 students who applied to DPT programs via the Physical Therapy Centralized Application Service, only 26% came from minority background. Among the 9,707 applicants accepted, the percentage was even lower, about 20%. I found the situation unacceptable. When I entered the DPT program at the University of Southern California, I was determined to play a role in trying to diversify the population of physical therapists in this country. An important opportunity emerged quickly. On my very first day of class, I learned of the existence of the Physical Therapy Multicultural Leadership Alliance, or PTMLA. It's a student-led organization that was created at USC in 2014. Its goals were to educate the local community about physical therapy, promote diversity within the profession, 
and serve minority and underserved communities through events and activities ranging from presentations at elementary, middle, and high schools, and career booths at college fairs to providing physical therapy services to minority and underserved populations, both locally and in other countries. The first event I attended as a newly minted member of the PTMLA was held at an elementary school across from our campus in Los Angeles. A few of us gave a short presentation to a group of third graders on what a physical therapist is and how physical therapists provide care and help patients. When it was over, the kids rushed to the front of the room to play with the goniometer and the blood pressure cuffs. Parents stepped up to ask what kind of grades their kids might need to, in order to pursue a career in physical therapy. Then, a timid girl who looked something like me came forward. I had the feeling it had taken all the courage she could muster for her to speak to me. Thank you for today, she said quietly. I've never seen a physical therapist like you. What she meant was, it was as if I'd been speaking directly to her, conveying the same message that I had internalized during my high school days. You can too. We sometimes forget the effect that something as simple as our mere presence in a room can have. If I hadn't met and learned about so many successful Vietnamese Americans when I was in high school, I might never have had the confidence to target and pursue my own career dreams. My presence in that elementary school classroom in the same way was a signal to those children that race and ethnicity have nothing to do with inherent ability. What truly limits us are our gaps in knowledge about what's possible. I'm now the president of PTMLA but that's not the only way in which diversity is a big part of my experience in PT school. As I continued through my program, I'm due to graduate next month, I sought to incorporate diversity into my clinical rotations. Not only did I seek rotations in areas of Orange County that are underserved by healthcare services or that serve populations and cultures with which I'm unfamiliar, but I was also determined to learn from those diverse populations and acquire skills that will help me meet their needs most sensitively and effectively when I'm a practicing clinician. I read up on and asked questions about the cultural traditions and preferences of different population groups, for example. And I used that knowledge to inform how I went about implementing the plan of care. I informed my Spanish-speaking patients, estoy aquí para ayudar, which means I'm here to help. I learned the words in their language for pertinent body parts and basic movements in order to make it easier for them to follow along with me. I also went on a service trip to provide physical therapy to orphan children in Vietnam. It was a powerful and humbling experience to see what a significant effect physical therapists can have in places where access to healthcare is minimal. As PT students, it's easy for us to get stressed out about our studies and preoccupied with the looming specter of the board exam. But we should never lose sight of the big picture, the ultimate reward of a career making a difference in people's lives. My experience at the elementary school as a new DPT student and all my subsequent lessons in diversity have served as great reminders for the overriding principle that will guide me as a licensed clinician. Our patients, whatever their color, culture, or belief system, are not their diagnosis. They are people with a diagnosis. None of us can change the color of our skin or the details of our personal background. We don't need to. What we do need to do is bring the knowledge and skills we've acquired in school to bear in ways that are culturally sensitive and caring. Ways that demonstrate that our profession is open to anyone who is interested in serving others and is willing to work hard. You can too.
The more clearly a diverse world can see itself in what PTs do, the more diverse our profession is sure to become. This has been an APTA podcast. APTA members can access the latest podcasts and transcripts at www.apta.org podcast. podcasts.